Lindsay. And I'm Quinn. And we're doing my favorite segment, Around the World in 30 Minutes. Super excited. We have some great content for you guys today. But before we get started, if you like what you hear, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And now, introducing... Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're available on a ton of platforms, so you can hear us. You can't escape us, really. Like, yeah, we're, we're always there. Inevitable. <laughs> Run from it, dread it. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> Love um, it. Don't dread it. <laughs> <laughs> we upload twice a week, and don't forget, if you have a question or a suggestion for us, you can send us a voice message simply by hitting the link in the description. Just be sure to leave us a five-star review. So I am starting us off this week with a very cute-ish story yeah. it's definitely cute it's very yeah it, it's topsy-turvy so you you know what we're talking about once daisy gets into it yeah so this is from mirror.co.uk uh, puppy gets dressed up in adorable tuxedo to meet new owners but they never arrive dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. yeah very sad it's very sad um <laughs> adorable vincent was dressed in a tuxedo and groomed ready to go in his new home but his new owners never showed up leaving the poor pup needing to find new owners again a heartbreaking photo shows an adorable puppy dressed up in a tuxedo as he eagerly waits for his new owners to collect him only for them not to show up little vincent was dressed and groomed and ready to go to his new home but sadly, the owners never showed up. They said that like three times in the article. Yeah, they really, they wanted, really to wanted to reinforce that yeah. they never came. <laughs> um, Colombian Animal Charity Foundation Resetime, I don't speak Spanish, mm-hmm. um, say, the, say the supposed adopters canceled at the last minute, meaning he is ready for a new home once again. Sharing the cute p- picture on Instagram, the charity wrote, Vincent was left all dressed up and excited, ready for adoption. His supposed adopter never came to pick him up. Just as he was ready for a home, all bathed, they canceled the adoption. And then they ask us how come we're so strict with the adoption process. This is why. Because we don't want to have any doubts that our furry friends will be in excellent hands for life. If you want to adopt, keep in mind that the commitment is is for always... Animals are not things you can have when you feel like getting a dog. The heartbreaking post racked up thousands of likes and comments with hundreds of offering to give Vincent a home. Now, you guys can look at the pictures yourself, but it breaks your little heart. Yeah. So very, yeah, a very probably one of the cutest dogs that we've seen in a while for sure. And like Daisy works at an maybe, animal shelter. Well, maybe that you see and I okay. see lots of cute dogs. Okay. But yeah, very cute. And like the tuxedo really like, it fits him perfectly and his head's like just ever so slightly too big for it. So Yeah, and like he has like the cutest little puppy eyes mm-hmm. and you're just like heartbroken. I can report though mm-hmm. that the puppy has been adopted. They updated on their Instagram that he found his forever home mm-hmm. and he went home in his little tuxedo. Yeah. So this is the kind of news that we need that they go home and all the animals are saved. Yeah, I'm so happy that he got adopted, but I mean... You know, like they said in the article, this is why their pet adoption, you know, process is so strict because mm-hmm. people just kind of like, yeah, we'll take this super cute dog and then just don't show up, which is super weird. Like, I wonder what happened, but yeah, um, still, you probably know plenty about this with um everything over there, but still. Yeah, it definitely sucks to see a puppy returned mm-hmm. 
because and the reason is because like too much responsibility or something yeah. but it is good that they at least are returned yeah. because they could at least you be know, rehomed yeah they could at least be rehomed into a place that actually wants the animal yeah. so it's good um and it's sucky at the same time yeah but def- the photos are super cute y'all you have to look it up and the story ends really great yeah i'm glad it has a happy ending but we'll move on to our next story this one coming from people.com Gucci debuts $1,200 jeans designed with grass stains around the knees. The wide leg denim pant is made from organic cotton, quote, specifically treated for a stained-like distressed effect, end quote, according to Gucci's website. Gucci is taking the distressed denim trend to a new level. The Italian fashion house debuted $1,200 pair of jeans designed to look as if they have grass stains around the knee area in grunge-inspired fall-slash-winter 2020 collection. The light blue wide-leg denim pant is made from organic cotton, blah, 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 they just repeat themselves. Uh, The low-waist eco-wash jean also features a vintage logo label above the back pocket. Quote, Gucci explores a new take on the cult fabric, reinterpreting it with different designs and washing techniques that blur the line between vintage and contemporary, the website reads. All organic cotton leftovers from the cutting up process for this product are then upcycled into new material under the quote Gucci Up program. Pieces with versatile ways to wear and style embrace each person who is part of the house's individual spirit. So before we get into the pants themselves, fantastic work from their PR company or the copywriter for spinning that into a way to be like, hey, like it's still just a pair of pants that now have denim on it, but we're, don't forget we're recycling a cotton that we're not using <laughs> into more pants that are probably $1,200. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, $1,200 pants for a pair of jeans, they look like, they look, you know what they look? They look like the pair of jeans that our friend Ty gave to me, which were like five-year-old denim jeans, like the blue's been washed out of it, super old like only i they're my like work jeans for when i go in photo shoots mm-hmm. because i know dogs are going to jump on them they're going to get dirty that's what these jeans look like they're just baggy the grass like stains and everything i can't believe like these are being sold yeah just, i think it's crazy that they're you know charging twelve hundred dollars i think that we should um create copies Mm -hmm. and then sell them for $900. People will think they're getting a steal. And just undercut the market. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's what the, um, you know, like the Chinese uh, fake brands are there. Instead of Gucci, it's like Gucci with an R or something. They're like (laughs) snuck in between or there was one with like Nintendo, but it's like two ends instead of just the one end in the middle. Or like Gucci. Yeah, exactly. So we'll do something like that. Um, How, what's the most expensive pair of pants that you've purchased? Man, I am so low maintenance. Yeah. Um, Excluding shoes, because shoes in general can be generally pricey. What was it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I just pulled the number out. Yeah, I'm so low maintenance. I don't typically buy um, anything super expensive. Mm -hmm. I mostly get my clothes from Ross. Yeah. And then I style them really well. Yeah, great value from Ross. Like if you're just after like a decent pair of jeans to wear to work. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of it during the winter and the fall slash autumn for the rest of the world, like you're wearing it to work, especially obviously being an animal yeah. shelter too. But even when you're working at the um, TV station, like, you know, they're comfortable enough to wear there. You're also, you know, filming stuff. So you're out doing things Yeah, and you know, you can mix and match it. Like if you style it correctly, you can yeah, do anything. It's- all good to go. Well, I think um, regular jeans probably cost people like, what like at least 30 bucks yeah i remember bucks plus levi's around christmas have like a two for 30 sorry a two for 70 special that i remember when i first moved here i was like 
oh my god that's so cheap because australia like levi jeans are a hundred dollars flat basically that's so crazy to yeah me. nuts um but, but yeah, yeah so so they that's the average price for jeans mm-hmm. and I go to Ross and I get the jeans that I like for yeah. like ten dollars. Yeah. So and plus I the skinny style, the skinny jean style is like not in and that's all I wear. Yeah. So you can um, always get it cheap. I can always get it cheap at Ross. Yeah. I remember so. I went to American I think it was American Eagle or something, and it was in, I was in Hawaii. This was for a holiday. And went there in the summer and all their winter collection was on sale. And I got like this really nice bomber jacket, you know, my black one with the orange on the inside for like $15 or something. And they were like, yeah, like it's out of season. So we're just trying to sell it off. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like that's so cheap. And like American Eagle, like, you know, it's not Gucci or Levi or whatever, but it's still like a decent brand. Um, And then just to finish up, like there's been a few times where people have been like, oh my God, I love your blah, blah, blah. And you've been like, yeah, I just got it from Ross. And like, you just styled. And even when we were looking for a car for you um, Mm -hmm. just recently, like someone else had like really pretty, dress or a top or something and you're like oh that's so cute and they'll and like yeah it's just like five dollars from ross like you know yeah dressing i'm definitely for a cheap super price. low maintenance for like regarding style and everything mm-hmm. i definitely don't spend a lot of money even yeah. my like michael kors bag mm-hmm. i got from like marshall's for 25 dollars yeah. um and then any other like fancy bags that I might have, honestly, they're Christmas gifts that mm-hmm. I've had for many years. <laughs> yeah. And like, obviously these brands, you know, like you're paying for good quality, but it reaches a threshold where it's like, okay, now you're just paying for a name. And then it reaches another threshold where it's like, you've got too much money and you need to realize what you're buying. Cause mm-hmm. like, just to bring it back to the story, like jeans that have green, you know, grass stains on it, like just go outside and kneel on the ground for a little bit or like just walk on your knees for yeah, five just minutes walk on the on ground your knees and then you're good and yeah. then so on like that crazy logo that they have yeah exactly you can probably down you can probably buy it off etsy or something like that like yeah. someone's got some fake version of it but anyway we'll move on to the next story yeah so this next article is from abc27.com it says woman told officer i have to poop so bad before high speed chase <laughs> <laughs> you could have just stopped at I had to poop so bad and that would still be a good story um, this is from Oklahoma um, an Even Oklahoma <laughs> an Oklahoma woman who refused to cooperate during a traffic stop sparked a high speed chase and guns being drawn in a neighborhood 28 year old Emily Owings was in, initially pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt she also didn't have a license or her insurance the only form of identification she had on her was her medical marijuana card Body cam footage shows that shows what happened next. Your license is suspended, the officer said. Why? Owings said. I don't know, the officer said. I didn't know that, Wings Owings said. Now I'm waiting to see if you have warrants through Woods County, the officer said. But I have to poop so bad, Owings said. <laughs> Where do you think I was going? <laughs> Where do you think I was going? The officer said. Quote, it's my birthday. It's my effing birthday, Owings said. Police then discovered there was a warrant out for her arrest for allegedly fighting an officer. Mm. <laughs> Why won't you just let me go? Owings asked. Officer responded with, because your license is suspended. I'm sorry I didn't know. Otherwise, I won't drive no more. But can I please go home and poop? The officer then called for backup. <laughs> so then they keep going back and forth. And Owings asks, like, are you going to arrest me? And the officer says, you're under arrest. And she says, are you kidding me? Why? And then he repeats what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Owings put the key in the ignition and sped off. A pursuit lasted several blocks with speeds topping 70 miles an hour. Police say Owings blew through stop signs and a school zone. And her she, underwear. 
Sorry. That's she, <laughs> she eventually stopped and surrendered when officers pointed their guns at her. Mm-hmm. Owings would not let the subject drop as she was cuffed and taken to a squad. It's to a squad car. Can I poop in your car, man? Owings asked. <laughs> you could have already been on your way to jail, the officer said. Yeah, Owings said, but not pooping. <laughs> Police searched Owings' car and found a pipe with meth inside it. Owings was booked into the Garfield County Detention Center and faces several felony charges. So it just went from bad to worse to, like, substantially worse. And then the meth and everything, like, oh, my god. Did gosh. she really need to poop? I wonder. That's the big question. If, you know, her backside was just going, or like, because, I mean, if she really had to go, surely she would, like, take off and speed to, like, a McDonald's or something. And just go in, like, a gas station. Yeah, and just be like, I need to poop. Like, this is a lot. Um, but imagine the police officers chasing after her. And then, like, they surround her in the toilet and then handcuff her while she's pooping. Like, that would be... I just needed to go. Yeah, I just really had to go, guys. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just funny. Like, she's like, what are you arresting me for? And he's always like, we have a warrant for your arrest for fighting a police officer and all these other things. Like, we And you told don't you. have a license. Yeah. You didn't wear your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Your license is suspended anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, like, are people that dumb or are they just trying absolutely everything to get out of it? It's just insane. I mean, if she was just wearing her seatbelt, she would have never gotten pulled over. Yeah, which is the funny thing. Like, imagine just that. Like, just solves everything. She can just drive home, you know, take a dump, you know, save her bowels from any further, you know, harassment, I suppose. Um, And then, yeah, like, they pulled... It's just interesting that they pulled their guns on her in order for her to stop. Like, where do they draw the line? Uh, She's, you know, she would have kept going and found a toilet, I suppose, if they didn't pull their guns on her, right? I mean, I guess I feel like what you said was true. If she really needed to go. She would have just pulled over or yeah. like pulled over on the side, like literally on the side and just been like, I'm sorry. I just like, I gotta go. Yeah. And like, I remember reading, there was some, um, some viral post going around. I don't, I have no idea how true this is, but it was, um, a tweet directed at protesters who were being arrested. And it was like, oh, if you get arrested as a protester, pee in the cop car and then the cop car has to get cleaning and then it gets like decommissioned or something again i don't know how true this is um but it's just very interesting if she did take a dump in the cop car like what would happen like does that police officer have to clean it himself like what <laughs> what's the process there um again i'm not exactly sure how how true the previous statement was but it's an interesting um thing to fathom having like this lady who really had to go pooping her pants in your cop car. Like, that's a story you tell your grandkids. That's disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to something else that's also rather disgusting. This one from Forbes.com. Trump threatens to issue executive order preventing Biden from being elected president. So Hmm. just, um, you know, we're no longer living in a democracy, obviously. Uh, In a wide-ranging speech at a campaign rally Saturday night, President Donald Trump ramped up attacks against his opponent, Joe Biden, calling Biden, quote, the dumbest candidate, the dumbest of all candidates, excuse me, and went so far as to declare, quote, maybe I'll sign an executive order that you cannot have him as your president. Uh, The key facts here from Forbes, quote, he's the worst president, the dumbest of all candidates. He's the worst candidate in the history of presidential politics. Gosh, it's really a mouthful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trump also expanded on his unproven claim that Biden is on drugs, stating that, quote, they gave him a big fat shot in the ass. And for two hours, he is better than ever before. Problem is, what happens after that? The first debate between the two candidates is scheduled for September 29th with moderator Chris Wallace of Fox News. And Trump said Saturday, quote, we're going to ask for a drug test. We are, I'd like to have a drug test. Uh, so he, oh, I'm still just reading this here. Quote, you can't have this guy as your president, Trump argued. You can't, maybe I'll have an executive order. 
signing him saying that you can't have him as your president. So obviously ridiculous. And I mean, the right side and Republicans will argue that he was joking, but there's definitely some like double standards here where, you know, Biden will say something jokingly or any other candidate and they'll be like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. And it'll get blown out of proportion. But I've never seen this like across any country, the incumbent, you know, candidate slash president slash prime minister being like, oh, I'm going to sign this into effect that he can't even run jokingly or not. Yeah, I think it's really crazy. Whenever I saw this story, I was like, oh, this is not good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he like doesn't have the power to do it, but also I guess you never know. I mean, he did get elected. Yeah. So who knows what will happen? Exactly. Who knows what will happen? And hopefully it won't. Um, Please don't happen. (laughs) We don't, we can't tell the future. So we don't know like what's going to happen in Mm -hmm. November, but you guys definitely need to go register to vote. I will say, I feel like um, we do an, pretty okay-ish job to try to stay unbiased Mm -hmm. in this podcast like for example last week we did an article on how joe biden played um yeah despacito despacito (laughs) (laughs) so it's not like we're going after one party no one's safe if you do something stupid we're going to cover it it's around the world in 30 minutes and it's supposed to be lighthearted and to make you laugh yeah exactly (laughs) um very you know obviously voter registration day was a few days ago this week there's the debate coming up next week as i mentioned in the article um it is also just funny that like on one side you got people saying oh you know you can't say this. We're not, you know, America's going to turn in, into North Korea. Wake up, people. You know, we're now living in a dictatorship um, because, you know, there's protests going on about Black Lives Matter and Breonna Taylor and the ridiculous news of, you know, one of the officers only being charged with damaging the apartment walls as opposed to shooting someone. Um, we won't get too into that. But, you know, all, you know, all these people coming out and being like, this is crazy. Like, we're going to be turning into this ridiculous country and it's all tyranny and blah, blah, blah. And then you've literally got the president coming out and saying, oh, I'm going to stop this other person from running. Mm-hmm. Um, jokingly or not, like, you know, in the in that context, obviously it doesn't look fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely really freaky yeah. um, for people who live here. Yeah. But um, let's move on to the next article. Yeah, this one from our good friends over at Digital Trends. Daisy, this one might go a little bit over your head, but it's for our gamer friends who enjoyed our or my conversation with Mixed Plays Matt Lozano uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about next-gen gaming. So like I said, from Digital Trends, Xbox One X's Amazon sales rank climb due to Xbox Series X pre-order confusion. So... To most people, that's utter gibberish, but the article will hopefully explain it. If not, I'll do my best afterwards. I have no idea what's happening. (laughs) I'll explain. The Xbox One X shot up Amazon sales charts today following a chaotic day of pre-orders for the Xbox Series X and Series S. The console sales rank shot up 747%, jumping from 2,804 to 331 uh, the high numbers, the higher the number indicates that many people mixed up the Xbox Series X with the current generation Xbox One X. So, a mouthful there. I'll just read this last bit of the article. The Xbox Series X and Series S both went up for pre-order on Tuesday this week, following Sony's chaotic PlayStation 5 pre-order rollout last week. At the same time, most retailers began selling the consoles at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Amazon opened pre-orders much later than other retailers. At that point, demand for the consoles hit fever pitch and caused Microsoft's website to crash. The next generation consoles were sold out elsewhere. Many encountered frustrating errors. So um, basically, 
the Xbox One X is the current generation of consoles, the one that's widely available, not being sold out. You can go to Best Buy and buy one right now. It came out, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm going to say six, seven years ago. So that's the quote old version that came out, say 2014, for example. I thought that was just called Xbox One. Yes, so there's that too. And so the little game I wanted to play was, um, I'll get to in a second, but just to further explain this story, the Xbox Series X is the new one that just came out for pre-order and the Series S is the new one that just came out for pre-order but is a slightly lesser powered version of it. So to the normal consumer (laughs) and the look in your face really says it all, the naming conventions don't make much sense at all. You can't tell just glancing at it this is the one that, that just got released in 2020. So the PlayStation, for example, Daisy, if I told you in this order, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, which one would you say is the most re- recent console? PlayStation 5. Good. And so for the Xbox, in no particular order really, but Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, which one would you say is the most recent? Didn't you say two twice? Oh, they're very, they're almost identical. The Series X and the Series S, because I don't know who on their team came up with the naming convention because they just hate people to say words, I suppose. Like Series okay, S. X, uh, <laughs> Xbox Series uh, uh, X, X. 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 <laughs> so X is the latest one. The Series X is the latest one, but the Series the Xbox One X, I'm getting confused myself now, is their current gen that's available at a slightly more powerful spec compared to the normal Xbox One, I think. <laughs> so this is, someone, confusing. <laughs> this is someone who follows gaming like quite religiously as well. Um, and so 747% increase in sales on their current console that Best Buy still has Target, you can get anywhere right now. Um, imagine like, I feel so bad for the parents that are like, oh, this is going to be a great Christmas present or birthday or whatever. And they've gotten this and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got one. And then they drop it off on the day and the kid's like, oh, mom, this is the one I I have. This is the one I have. (laughs) And and she's like, what? This is the one, the the Series X. And he's like, the the Xbox One X. And he's like, yeah, or she. He's like, yeah, I've got the Xbox One X. The new one that came out is this Xbox Series X. And like, imagine then going back to Amazon and having to return it. And I mean... The console itself is probably going to sell out until 2021. I know just uh, a few days ago, GameStop and a few other um, GameStop, GameSpot, GameStop. GameStop. I always get this mixed up. Um, They confirmed that they'll have more pre-orders ready on launch day as well um, and the days leading up to that. And also, I believe it would have gone up today since this is going live on Friday. Um, So imagine having to go back and be like, hey, I got the wrong one. And then wherever they pre-ordered it from, it's like, hey, we're not going to have stock until February 2021. And they're like, I spent $2.99 plus tax, $4.99 plus tax, plus a game. And I don't even have a console to play it on because, you know, it's going to be February or March next year. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like that's a big Christmas present for, you know, if it's for your kid, you know, you're not going to spend like a crazy amount of money. Be like, Hey Timmy, like this is the big present for Christmas. Like we didn't get you anything else, but like, obviously this is a big deal. And for most kids, like, I mean, for me, like if someone bought me the PlayStation five or like my parents, when they bought the PS4 for Christmas, like I wouldn't expect anything else. I said, you can just get me this and don't worry about anything else. I'm perfectly fine. Um, And so I'm sure a lot of parents have a similar line of thinking. And for that to be, the wrong one or the older quote unquote yeah. one, just devastating. 
Yeah, I think that (laughs) no, I think that it really sucks. And Xbox just needs to like get somebody on their team who knows how to chronologically name things Mm -hmm. because that's ridiculous. I definitely saw a meme the other day and it was listing all the Xboxes like you had and it like literally none of them made sense. It was just like random names. It was the meme that I think you saw. I'm pretty sure it was the same naming convention as the Kingdom Hearts games. It was like 1.5 death by sleep or something like that. Um, yeah, they must they must hire the same freelancer, obviously. I but. guess so. But I did want to um, include something from the article mm-hmm. um, from Digital Trends. It says, when Amazon put the Xbox Series X up for pre-order, the situation only became more confusing for buyers. The link to the console led to an error page oh, featuring pictures of cute dogs. <laughs> While, oh, yeah. while some users could get to the pre-order page, others reported that they were only getting directed to the error. Yeah, I forgot that they have dogs as their like error page. That's cute. I feel like that should be included on all websites. There should be a Chrome extension for that, where if it's like, hey, you don't have internet, instead of the dinosaur jumping over stuff, it should be it a dog. It should be dog. It should be an adoptable dog. That's cute. Oh let's my pitch gosh. it. Adorable. Anyway, let's move on to the next article. Yeah, so this next article is from... <laughs> I forgot about this story. <laughs> This next article is from KATU2 on your side. Um, it's from Oregon. Oregon man shoots self in groin after showing off gun in grocery checkout. Mm-hmm. I think this is our second article. Yes. <laughs> this is why I included it. I was like, huh, twice in what, four months less, even three months? Yeah, around then that somebody shot themselves in the groin. Yeah, okay, so let's dive into the article. Even once is too common. Twice is ridiculous. Yeah. A man is in a Portland area hospital after police say he shot himself in the groin area with a handgun Sunday while in a grocery store checkout line. Officers were called out at about 7.30 p.m. on reports of a gunshot injury at McKay's Market on Highway 101 in Lincoln City. They arrived to find 29-year-old Nicholas Ellingford had a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his groin area and leg. He was taken to the hospital before being immediately flown to another hospital in Portland in a life flight helicopter. Initial reports state Illingford Ford was waiting in a checkout line when he pulled a Glock 9mm semi-automatic pistol from his waistband to show a friend. As he was putting the gun back in the front of his pants near the zipper, he accidentally pulled the trigger. A bullet went through his groin area and out the lower thigh of his leg, nearly missing his femoral area, according to the police department. No word on his current condition. No one was, no one else was injured in this incident. However, a criminal investigation is ongoing as (laughs) Ellingford did not have a concealed handgun license and his act was found to be reckless since it placed several people in danger. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. the story. Um, basically, he that like I, I can't believe that we're having this article like a, a similar article again. Yeah, I wonder what the Facebook group has had to say about this. What was it called? Like men with no no nuts, any or something no, like. No, no, no. It was like men, men with guns or something. Yeah, and something remember like that. the last time they did it, um, crowned him their king. They ca- they crowned him as king. Yeah. So I wonder if this is like the prince, king or. King 2.0. Yeah, or the or... half-nut prince like Harry oh, Potter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, we shouldn't say that because J.K. Rowling's terrible. Um, that is absurd. Like, all these stories just sound like Florida man stories, like the one where they have to poop and, like, this guy, like, shooting himself in the nuts. Also, just pulling it out to show a friend um, as well is just 
like mind blowing or not blowing, I suppose, in this case. Um, there's too many puns in this, but like, I feel like this is why, and like, obviously, America, like, the gun culture here is like very well ingrained and like Second Amendment, whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like this is like the prime example of why gun control to a certain extent needs to exist because. Mm-hmm. You've got a guy like this who's not properly licensed, who's pulling a gun out inside a grocery store, was it? A gas station? It was a grocery store yeah. in the checkout line. Just to show his friend, like, he's properly endangered people. Like, they, these are the reasons why, you know, there needs to be, like, some kind of gun control. There's people on the other side who are, like, they're properly, you know, they've got, like, they've got a safety on their gun. They've got a, their license on the gun. They're not pulling it out in public spaces because they know that people freak out. Like, there's right and wrong ways to do that. But this is, like, a prime example of hey, like maybe we shouldn't have people carrying guns in public like this. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, nuts, pardon the final pun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop. Anyway, do you have anything else to add before we move on to the uh, last two? Um, Just, you know, double check if your safety is on. Yeah. Or maybe just don't <laughs> take it to buy groceries. Like, I don't know. You never know where you're going to need I guess, protection. I guess okay? in Oregon because of like the riots and stuff, like maybe that's his thinking behind it, but... I mean, even in protests, I should say, less so riots now. But anyway, last two, this one from ABC News. Too much candy. A man dies from eating a bag of black licorice. Uh, doctor says a Massachusetts construction worker's love of black licorice wound up costing him his life. So very dark, both the story and the licorice. Um, <laughs> what the heck, Quinn? <laughs> should we just end it there? Yes. Um, I'll read the first two quotes. A Massachusetts construction worker's love of black licorice wound up costing him his life, eating a bag of a bag and a half every day for weeks threw his nutrients out of whack and caused a 50-year-old man's heart to stop, doctors reported Wednesday. Quote, even a small amount of licorice you can eat increase your blood pressure by a little bit, said Dr. Neil Butala, a cardiologist at Massachusetts General Hospital, who described the case in the New England Journal of Medicine. Far too many title names. The problem is glycosyric acid. Hope I said that right. Any medical students, please correct me. Found in black licorice and in many other foods and dietary supplements contain, containing licorice root extract. It can cause dangerous, dangerously low potassium and imbalances in other minerals called electrolytes. So um, a bag and a half of black, black licorice. Try saying that three times fast. What are you doing with your life eating that much black licorice? Like, it's a terrible candy to eat or lolly for Australian listeners um, or sweet for other American listeners or the English side. I've never had it because it looked weird. It tastes so bad. <laughs> like, it tastes like... So I, I'm not a huge fan of Dr. Pepper because it tastes like medicine. I'm not a fan of black licorice because it tastes like medicine on drugs. Like, it's as if medicine got injected with medicine and just tasted terrible. Um, you know, there's a reason why, like, it's always at the bottom of the bag whenever I finish eating, like, candy. And it's like... Oh, ugh, it just uh, like I there was there was a period in life actually where I just threw it out and then I was like okay I don't want to waste candy so I'm gonna you know give it to other people, um, but man just so bad. Yeah, I think it's um, horrible and like you should be eating other things like yeah there are the the food groups yes. that you need to eat from and not just candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything in moderation is a very good uh, mindset for your life in general, but especially food. And yeah, a bag and a half. I wonder how big those bags were too. Cause if they're like, you know, Costco size or are they just like, you know, HEB size, but even then like an HEB size one of just but black every licorice. every day. Yeah. For that amount of time too, like two, three weeks, just, 
Wouldn't you get sick of it as well? Like maybe he just loves it? I don't know. I think he was just super obsessed with it. But I mean, it is a very, it, the article goes on and says like this was a clearly an extreme case. Yeah. Um, it also says the man had switched from red fruit flavor twist to the black licorice, the black licorice version of the candy a few hmm. weeks before his death. Well, that's what did it. So. That's what did I mean, I mean, if any of the red licorice um, companies out there want to sponsor our podcast, please reach <laughs> out. Um, anyway, let's move on to the final article. I know you'll have a lot to say about this one. So this is from dailymail.co.uk. The skinny title is the skinny confidential founder is accused of silencing women and quote Black Lives Matter talk after shutting down Facebook group with 56,000 members because of quote negativity. Mm-hmm. And this was a group you were part of as well. Yes. So, so that's why I kind of want to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. The Skinny Confidential founder, Lauren Everts Bostick, a 34-year-old blogger and podcaster, took to Instagram stories to open up about her decision to archive the group last weekend, explaining she and her moderators couldn't stop its 56,000 members from attacking and, quote, discrediting each other. In her lengthy message, Lauren alluded to political arguments among members and, quote, tributes to iconic women quote, end quote, presumably late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, being used to, quote, spread hate. So it goes on to say about six months ago, this is a quote from her, about six months ago, there started to be a ton of negativity in this group, women attacking other women, women discrediting other women, and women tearing each other down. My few admins and I did our best and tried to keep it positive and respectful uh, where women could support women, but with 56,000 women, there are bound to be some people that want to spread ne- negativity and not adhere to the terms we set in the group originally. Rules that include no hate. Lauren <laughs> said that since the start of the Facebook group, she put rules in place that deemed discussions about politics and religion off limits. There were set to try and keep a positive space where women could talk about the issues we all face. Sharing tips and tricks and helping each other was the goal, always. Along the way, the group grew bigger and bigger. So this article is pretty long, um, but it just basically goes on with her uh, her statement that she posted on her Instagram story saying that everybody was being too negative. She felt that she really needed to um, shut it down and everything. Um, and people were really, really frustrated with it, um, with a few Twitters, uh, Twitter comments saying that she... Uh, the negativity that she was referring to was calling out racism in the group and silencing black lives matter talk. Mm -hmm. And like, it was a huge deal. So I am a part of, I was a part of this group and I like saw it all go down, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but the funny thing is, is that I have no idea what the skinny confidential is. Like, I don't know anything about the podcast or her blog or anything. So I don't know her like everyday activities. Mm -hmm. Um, I just like, kind of wandered up in the group and I thought, oh, this is cool. And I just joined it. Yeah. Um, but it like really blew up. And then the fact that she archived a 56,000 member group um, because the group was, quote, like not on her brand mm-hmm. that she built so hard to work towards yeah. um, was just insane. And it, it it's just sh- y- y'all should read the Instagram stories um, statement because it's just very gaslighty. Um mm-hmm. But it sucks because that was a really good group that you got rejected from. Yeah, I was going to say for full (laughs) transparency for our listeners, I applied and unlike Daisy actually researched what the Skinny Confidential was. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's a blog slash YouTube and supporting women and blah, 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 and still got rejected. So, I mean, totally fair, obviously, because it's a females only group, right? Um, Yeah, it's only girls. Yeah. 
Um, so boys yeah, not allowed. Yeah, no boys. Um, there's a Simpsons reference there, but I'm going to refrain from watering that down. Um, yeah, very interesting. I love just back to the article how it's like one of the rules is no hate. And like, that's it. There's no like, and I know it's just like one of those Facebook rules. When you mm-hmm. make a group, you just tick it and it just says no yeah. hate, no hate speech, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I love how they refer to it. And it's like, yeah, no hate. And just, it reminds me of um, the Will Ferrell movie, Trop- not Tropic Thunder, um, where he's he's with the Flint Tropics, uh, semi-pro. And he's like, ELE, everybody love everybody. And like stuff like that. Um, on a serious note, not to turn this into a meme, but yeah, it's just terrible that, you know, because it's obviously I didn't see it. You were watching it go down. But, you know, them talking about racism and everything that's going on and obviously Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away, like an incredibly influential woman, like incredibly powerful, did so much for gender equality. Like it's still not there, but did so, so much for that. Um, you know, for people to be combating like that racism, like the racism still going to exist if no one speaks out against it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole, re- like Black Lives Matter and everything and all this stuff that's happening in Portland and across the country and across the world as well. Like these things are happening now because people are speaking out against racism being like, hey, this isn't right. Um, and so for her to be like, oh no, lol, this is too much. I'm just going to shut the group down. Um, was just like, oh, okay. So, you know, there's a difference between like, active you know cognitive discussion between different viewpoints and mm-hmm. then there's like blatant racism that does need to be called out and be like hey like that's not right and it's not a viewpoint it's a that's racist and you're being a terrible person yeah um and so for her to just shut that down and like you know you can turn off comments you can do all this stuff she can archive the group and if my memory serves me correctly she can bring the group back within 30 days or something like that yeah so she can bring it back i think that it's longer than 30 days mm-hmm. um because she said that she like we'll basically bring it back once everything calms down. Yeah. Um, but in her Instagram stories, it was <laughs> she said, anybody who's using a, who's using the skinny confidential will hear from my lawyer. Oh my gosh. Um, so that was another thing that was very funny. Um, and then it was just a very, very crappy Instagram statement. Yeah. And she said that Anybody who was going to be spewing hate on her personal Instagram account and her professional Instagram account mm-hmm. was going to get blocked and deleted. And I was like, you're wild. So yeah. a lot of the girls, um, women who were in that group have now like formed like there's like six different girl groups mm-hmm. now. And I've joined all of them. Um, <laughs> um, I'll get rejected from all six. Yeah, you'll get rejected from all six. <laughs> but sexism at its finest. It just it sucks. And then there was. Oh, I can. (laughs) (laughs) You just brushed over that. I was like, wow, Daisy's not going to have a comment. (laughs) I'm kidding, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway. We've woken Allie up as well. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, there's like six groups that are now um, their own entities. Mm -hmm. And hopefully these groups will like do a lot, uh, do a better job of everything. Um, there's already been some like political conversations in some of the groups and they're actually handled maturely. Yeah. And like the moderators know what they're doing and mm-hmm. they know how to keep people in line and all this other stuff. So it's dumb that she basically gla- gaslit everybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and especially it's like, oh, you know, stop spreading hate. But like the racism itself is like a source of hate anyway. So, yeah, um, yeah, just ridiculous. But I'm glad that, you know, at least some of these other groups are being handled maturely. And, you know, there's as with a lot of things, there's a mature and sensible way to do things. And there's an irresponsible way to do things and just shutting down a group like that. 
um, you know, even with she like advise with her moderators and then threatening lawsuits is not the yeah. right way to do things. But anyway, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you everyone for tuning in as always. Thank you everyone, of course, uh, for all the listens recently. We've been doing really well with our listenership going up. A big thing we need to ask for is more ratings to get higher uh, on the iTunes charts. And it lets people find us a lot easier too. We've been getting a lot more listens, but we need to get the ratings up there too. So a five-star review would be fantastic. But I believe with iTunes, you can just rate us five stars without actually writing anything. So if it's not too much trouble, just scroll down a little bit, hit those five stars, and it will be a big help for the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at daisy.yates at seb underscore quinn to suggest topics each week and get a shout out at the top of the show. And like I said before, just leave us a five-star review. You can also reach us by leaving a voice message. Just click the link in the description and we'll answer your questions and suggestions in the coming episodes. That's it for today. I've been Quinn. And I've been Daisy. And remember, if you ever want to be on our show, just shoot yourself in the groin. <laughs>